the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray this being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. God strongly desires to have an intimate relationship with His children. Proof of that is that that's one of the reasons why He sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, and to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't seem to care. They only get seem like they're looking to help and enjoy an intimate relationship with God. And if they do, they don't know how to. There are actually proven pathways that we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. In fact, each and every one of us who are the children of God needs to know what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy increased intimacy with God like He wants us to do. So we can benefit even more than we already do from the relationship we have with the God who loves me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Well, see, we get the privilege to be able to learn like we're supposed to learn. Turn over to Jeremiah chapter 29. Don't get offended now, praise God. I can feel some of y'all, praise God. Who you calling surface level? I ain't call nobody surface level. Amen. But if the shoe fit, take it off. Hurry. Praise God. I got another one I can get you. Praise God. Jeremiah chapter 29. That's all. We all started off someplace. Thank God for starting off someplace. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. No, no, no condemnation. But thank God for information. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. God speaking as a prophecy. He says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. See, God has an end and an expectation he wants to give to you. But verse 12 begins to tell you what it takes to be able to have that manifest for you. It says then, which means that so, so this is the next thing that then shall ye call upon me. OK, and he shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. All right. Now start to move in the right direction and ye shall seek me. And find me. Notice it doesn't have a period right there. It's got a comma. Which means that there's more clauses that follow that. Ye shall find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. You'll find me when you search for me with all your whole heart. See, if we're going to accept the invitation to seek God, then we need to learn the way that God says to seek him. We need to learn the way that God says to seek him. And we're instructed by God to seek him wholeheartedly. Because if we seek him wholeheartedly, he said, you'll be found. 
That word, that he'll be found. That word found means to come forth, which means God will come forth unto you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, if you don't speak old English like that, let's do appear. He'll show up. He'll appear. Now, God's always there, but you'll get a chance to be able to receive manifestation of the manifested presence of God. Folk call it the glory. It's the express presence of God. It's where he actually shows up. And babe, let me tell you something. When he shows up, it's different. <laughs> you stand out on your feet and end up on your face and be wondering what just happened up in here. Praise God. God will show up. God wants to show up in the middle of your life. He wants to show up in the middle of your situation. He wants to be found. Figuratively, it means I like this to meet and to be present. So not only will he be found, he said, you will meet me. He will meet. He'll pop up in the middle and be like, hello, I am God. Good God almighty. Let me introduce to you, you to myself. I'm bad and bad can be colloquial, of course. I am as powerful as powerful can be. You're about to meet me. How I many people ain't want to meet God like that? Praise God. It also means to be present. God will be right there. Praise God. Opposite of absent. He'll be right there. He'll be present. Sounds a lot like if you draw now to me, I'll draw now to you. But what does it take? You need to seek me with all your heart. The word seek means to search out. But I like this. It means to search out by any means, which means I don't care what it takes for you to do it. You do it. I don't care what it takes for you to do it. Don't look, don't look for a prescription. Just do what you got to do to be able to get it done. Just do what you got to do. Does it take all that? We'll find out. Start. Praise God. Just start. We'll figure it out when we get there. Praise God. Just get at it. Does that make sense? Do it any kind of way necessary. But if you seek him, you'll find him. That's when you search for him with all your heart. I like that. See, our seeking God must be from the heart, not just from the head. It's got to be from the heart, not from the head. See, many of us might say, I I'm, I'm not that type of person who would seek God with my whole heart. I don't know. I don't, I don't really have it in me to do it that way. Actually, you do, praise God, because God put it in you. But we'll get back to that in a minute. But, you know, you do. God wants you to seek him for your whole heart. You don't have it in you? How about this? What about, what about, what about, what about? What if I gave you a check? Five dollars. And so and you put it somewhere in your room. You couldn't figure out where it was. Would you search for it with your whole heart? No, you wouldn't. Quit lying. You know you wouldn't. Praise God. Not five dollars. That ain't that deep. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Just like people don't believe searching out God is that deep. You don't see it that valuable. That's why you wouldn't search it out that way. What if I gave you a check for fifty thousand dollars? What'd you say, sis? You search it out. What if, what, what if your friend call you up and say, girl, I got to talk to you about something right now. <laughs> well, well, say it loud. No, what'd you say? I'll talk to you in a minute. You'll talk to me in a minute. Praise God. Amen. What, what if somebody would come over by your house and ring the doorbell and say, hey, I just wanted to kick it with you. I mean, y'all just going to sit down and stop what you're searching and kick it with them. No, you wouldn't stop. I mean, you got folk visiting you, you wouldn't stop. Why? Because that check didn't mean too much. That bad boy too valuable. If anything, I'll be, hey, what you doing? Come on in here, help me search, praise God. Oh, you take that pillow, I'll take that, I'll take that couch, you take it. Turn this sucker up. Come on, we turning this old sucker upside down. So I cut you in on it, praise God. I give you point zero 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 percent where we find it, praise God. <laughs> I cut you in on it, bless the fit of them, Lord. <laughs> Shucks. We're going we gonna to find that check, praise God. Nighttime coming, they're going to be like, well, I've been working all day. 
Bunk that. Put put some toothpicks in your eyes, something. No dose. Hey, listen, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make sure you find it. Why would you do that? Because you see it valuable enough to do it. So it's not whether or not you have it in you or not, it's whether or not you see it valuable enough or not. Because you already have it in you. You already have it in you. You have it in you when you don't mind how long you stand at a ride at the at the amusement park. They can have a sign out there, two hour wait. Hey, you stand out there and wait, two hours. Girl, go store, go go over there and get us one of them big elephant ears and, 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 and get us a big big iced tea. Give me sweet tea, praise God. And you're just gonna stand out there in the heat. Why? Because you don't want to miss your seat. Because that ride meant was valuable enough to you to be able to do it. How valuable is God to you? How valuable is the closeness of God to you? Because if you saw it as valuable enough, you would seek him with your whole heart. You turn your life upside down to be able to make sure that God's around. You shut folk down. Turn phones off. The phone will become an irritation to you. Every time that thing get the bounce and you roll up, roll up. You want to throw that sucker outside until I find my check. Some of y'all got quiet. Your phone mean that much to you? Praise God that you won't do it. My bad. Praise God. I apologize. I knew it was a nice phone, but I didn't know it was nicer than God. Now, many of us say, oh, I, I ain't that type of person, Pastor. I, ain't type of, I don't be sick. Of, I ain't one of them holy rollers like y'all. Praise God. Well, God's got a remedy for that. I'm glad to hear that. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 24. He got a remedy for you not thinking that you, you would want to do it like that. God know you. Remember I told you he know you? He looking straight through you. He said, I know your heart. I know you ain't really fired up for me like that. I already know. No condemnation. I love the Lord. He doesn't come to condemn. He comes to edify, to build up. He comes to make strong that which was weak. He comes to repair and to replace that which is tore up. I love a God like that personally. He ain't like man. Man will make you feel bad over anything you're not. God ain't even going in there. God said, I already know you're not. That's why I showed up. But I'm going to make you that way. Genesis chapter 24. Excuse me, Jeremiah chapter 24. Let's look at verse 7. God speaking in prophecy. He says, and I will give them a heart to know me. That I am the, the Lord. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. For they shall return unto me with their whole heart. How could they return unto him with a whole heart? Because he said, I'm going to give it to you. God will give you a heart to have a heart for him. That's good news. So if you don't have it, don't worry about it. God will give it to you because God never asked you to do nothing that he's not going to equip you for. Where God guides, God provides. If God tells you to do something, he'll finance it. He'll pay for it. So if the money ain't coming through, question whether or not that's what he really said to you. But if he said it, he's going to pay for it. God said he's going to equip you with it. Because God ain't going to never sit you and put you in a situation to fail. He's only going to put you in a situation to succeed. So he's therefore going to give you everything that you need to get done what he wants you to do. And if God wants you to draw nigh to him and you ain't got a heart for it, God said, I'll give you a heart to want to know me. I'll give you a heart hundredfold back into your life. I'll give you a heart to be able to do that. I love the Lord. So we're instructed by God to seek him wholeheartedly. Therefore, he's going to give us what it takes to seek him wholeheartedly. He's going to give us. A heart. You know what the word give mean in the, in, the, in Hebrew? It means give. It does. Praise God. Give, give. 
but it's used in the greatest latitude that you could ever see. It's used in the greatest latitude. In fact, if you look up the word give, it's got a ton of words that it actually means. A ton of words. And don't get nervous. I, I'm, I'm not going to give you a whole ton. Just a quarter ton. Praise God. Now, among a, among a, a ton of words that, that, that describe how he's going to give a heart to know him, it includes these ways of doing it. Here's one. He's going to add to you a heart to know him. He's going to add a, to you a heart to know him. The inference is to insert something that wasn't previously there. To insert something that previously wasn't there, which means if it wasn't there, he put it there. If it wasn't there, he inserts it there. Because God said, I got it to give it. And if you want it, I'll give it. If you want to draw it out of me, I'll give you a heart to draw it out of me. But if you don't want it, I ain't going to give it to you. And God looking in your heart to see if you want it. In fact, in fact, check this out. You want you want to hear something awesome? God will give you the want to. So any of you think, well, I really don't want to. God will say, bam, he'll drop it in you anyway. <laughs> and you'll be like, damn, all of a sudden I just want to. And God said, good, let me give you the power to. Praise God. Because everything comes from God anyway. God will add it to you. It also means to a point. A point. I like, he'll appoint it to you. Just like a, a judge in court, in a court case says, if you don't have a lawyer, one will be appointed to you. That didn't take none of y'all back too far, did it? Praise God. <laughs> if you don't have a lawyer, one will be appointed to you. Same way God is saying, if you don't have a heart to know me, one will be appointed to you. And you know, when they appoint that lawyer to you, it's pro bono. This one is, it's pro bono. You ain't gonna have to pay for it. One will be appointed because he knows what's needed. And instead of giving you some old jag leg one that's just sitting around there with old, old un, un, unironed clothes and stuff like that, he gonna give you the heart that's the best one that you could ever have because he's getting you getting it strictly from him. God will give you a heart to know him. He will appoint it to you. He will assign it to you. I like that. He will assign it to you. I mean, when I was like assigned, and then the Lord gave me a picture, praise God. I remember back in school, in order to successfully learn what needed to be learned in the classes that we had, the school would assign us the books that we needed in order to learn the lesson. I mean, when we was coming up initially, we didn't buy no books. They was all assigned to you, praise God. You just went and signed your name, praise God, and everything like that, and then brought it back after it was over. Otherwise, your parents had to pay something. And you didn't care until you found out what you had to pay because your parents had to pay. And all of a sudden, you went and found that book, praise God. And some of us was from the hood. We didn't go find, we wouldn't found a book like it. Praise God. <laughs> and somebody else got to pay that price. Praise <laughs> Look, praise God. <laughs> Hey, thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. Praise God. The point I'm trying to raise, don't get off track. The point I'm trying to raise is that he will assign one to you. He will assign one to you. Because, see, without the book that they assigned us, we'd probably never learn all that it is that we needed to learn to pass the class and to succeed in life. So they gave you what's necessary to be successful. All you had to do is show up. And God will give you what's necessary. All you got to do is show up. He will assign it to you. It also means he will bestow it upon you. He will bestow it upon you. I like that one, too, because when I think of bestow, I don't know about you. I think of royalty. I think of kings and queens bestowing something upon someone. 
that causes them to be honorable more than they were before it was bestowed on them. Praise God. I remember, I remember, I remember in Prince's Diary, I got to the TV ministry, I mean, that movie ministry. Remember in Prince's Diary, you know, they had tore up some stuff, praise God, and jacked up some stuff. And, 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 and the queen stepped out and did her queen thing. She took control, praise God. When they was in, when trouble was all around and stuff, she stepped up and took control. And she told my man, you know, you are an honorable person. Begin to speak good things over him. And he like, rip, rip. And, he, and then she said, I want to bestow upon you a knighthood. And he was like, oh, everybody was. Ooh. And he bowed down on one knee and took an umbrella and then just tapped it on his shoulders a couple of times and stuff like that. And said, I bestow upon you the knighthood. And everybody was clapping like. Ooh. And he got up feeling all wonderful and moved stuff out the way and let them go without paying a single thing they tore up. Praise God. Amen. Well, God's like that. God wants to, because he's the king of kings and queens who will bestow upon your heart the ability to know him that will make you more honorable than you ever were before. To the point that by the time it's over, everybody around you is going to be clapping. And you're going to look at that, that which you tow up, you ain't going to even have to uh, uh, pay for it because God's going to fix it to make sure that everything is right. God will bestow this heart upon you. He'll also bring you this heart. God Almighty, God good. He will bring you this heart. Bring connotes that there will that there'll be no effort that'll need to be extended by you in order to receive it. Because he's just gonna bring it to you. Come on now. He just bring it to you. God'll bring this heart to you and give it to you. All you gotta do is accept it. Praise God. He'll also commit it to you. I like that one too. Commit it to you. God will commit this heart to you. Whenever something is committed to you, it infers giving something valuable over into another's care. Giving something valuable over into another's care. Well, God says, I'm about to give you something valuable. I'm going to give you a heart to know me. And I'm giving it to you so that you can take care of it. Nurture it, protect it. Because this thing is very valuable. Do not mess this up. This thing will get you over. A heart to know God is something valuable. That is given over into our care so that we can learn how to get closer to him who loves us and really does care. Everybody can't get close to God. Everybody can't know God like that. You can't know God until he reveals himself to you. You can't Google God. There ain't nothing that you, you, come on. Now, anybody remember reading the Bible before you got born again? I do. I'd read that, but it was one of the most craziest looking book I've ever seen in my life. I wasn't getting nothing out of it. I'm just reading. I'm like, so this what everybody like, you know, all excited about. And I'm just reading. I ain't, I ain't getting nothing that thing. Then I got saved. And then God gave me a heart to know it. And I opened up that same book that was crazy in my mind and looked at it and it made all the sense in the world. Before I wasn't even interested. I just threw it over someplace. I mean, when I first received my Bible, I remember I got my first Bible, praise God, when I was in, when I got my first Bible, when I was graduated from junior high school, praise God, he's called junior high school, y'all call it middle, we called it junior high school back then, because we was practicing for high school, praise God, we were in junior high school. Anyway, long story short, I got my first Bible then, I remember in my mama's church, the one she went to all the time, praise God, because my mother would say, she went to church, praise God, and 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 and, and she submitted my name as graduating, and they said, you know, we're going to give you a gift, young man, because you graduate, and I'm like, all right, now, here we go, here we go. Loop-de-loop, baby. I'm about to get over it. And this was a prosperous church. This is one of them bougie churches. Y'all don't know nothing about none of that. Praise God. Well, all the new rides park up front and the raggedy rides park in the back. Praise God. 
You want to know, you know what I'm feeling? You feeling me on that? It's a bougie church, praise God, where you march up front to get your offerings and stuff like that. And, you know, everybody come up with the tie first and they, you know, walk up and they put it in this little thing, this little soup, sweet hooked up thing for the everybody else. They get a chance to be able to lay it out on the table and stuff. You lay your money out on the table. Hundred dollars next and everybody come and drop the little hundred dollars and yeah, he's coming up so everybody can see it. And all the politicians and everybody. There's one of them bougie churches. Praise God. You don't know nothing about none of that. Praise God. So I knew I was getting over. Praise God. I mean, all them hundreds that they be dropping and all that stuff they be dropping. I'm about to get over. And they gave me a package and I'm like, and 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 then like, and my, my mother said, don't wait till you get home to open it. And I'm thinking, okay, I can do that. And I'm, but I'm like shaking it, you know. I get home and I tore it open. I open it. I'm like, a Bible. How dare a church give me a Bible? <laughs> Threw it over to the side. Just left it there. Praise God. Went until after I got saved that I went and found it. Opened it up and found out they gave me treasure. That is more to be desired than silver and gold. Yea, even much fine gold is sweeter than the honey and the honeycomb. God said, I'm about to give you a heart to know me. I'm about to give you a heart that understand me. I'm about to hook you up in ways you don't even understand, but I'm committing it to you. Take care of it now because it can be damaged. It can be hurt. It can be injured. Make sure you watch it. It also means to deliver. God wants to deliver this heart to you. See, God knows exactly where you are. He knows whether or not you have a heart to know him. He knows exactly where you are. God, God already located you. He knows exactly where you are. But for those who don't have that kind of heart, God delivers. There's enough, there's enough people here, and you know, they serve in this church in various capacities, praise God, that order enough people. Pizza from Little Caesar down there, praise God. That's those we call, praise God. They, they, they'll call up. From somebody here, call up, praise God. They'll be like, hey, hello, this word, hey, word of faith, how y'all doing, praise God. They be knowing it's us when we call, praise God. You gonna order that and they tell us our order again? You gonna order this and this and this again? Like, no, not this. Oh, what about this and this? Then when they don't track everything we done ordered before, you be like, yeah, that's it. They be like, okay. I, want me to add those those chicken wings on for your wife like like you did before, friend? <laughs> and no, not this time. She don't want them. Not she counting. Praise God, Amen. You know. <laughs> Save a brother a little money. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> they be like, well, they, they, you know, then that means all she got to eat is three of them then. Praise God. Because they, they even got that figured out. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm like, blessed be the name of the Lord. Because the point I'm raising is they know who you are. They know where you are. You want us to deliver it? Praise God. We know 1928 Bassett Road. And I holler out presently. Praise God. Amen. 1928 Bassett Road presently. Because they know where you are. Now, if Lil' Caesar know where you are, <laughs> and Lil' Caesar know what you want, you mean to tell me God can't know where you are, and he don't know what you want? <laughs> How about this? They wrong sometimes. You want to order this? No, I want to order that. I want to order this. You ain't never ordered that before. I know. <laughs> you can't throw God a curve. He already know what you want before you even ask for it, and he know what you need. And he will deliver it to you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope you're blessed with what the word of God had to say. I hope you're seeing that it's true. That God really does want to have intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you'll be inspired to do what you need to do. 
to take advantage of the pathways of the increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us are there for me and you so that we can walk through into the awesome things that are waiting me and you. Things that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God that's available to me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just got that to church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christmas Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located in 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all the young adult Christians out there to do. We invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fighting for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. Hey, GW, hang it. Child care is provided at no charge. And VIP transportation services available for this, too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought of being young and saved is boring? Must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.